Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks look for wisdom. But we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I love this reading from St. Paul, his, from the first letter to the Corinthians. Um, I was told at one point, I don't know how true it is, but it would kind of make sense, that Corinth was one of the kind of metropolitan cities of the day. It's where you had a lot of wise, learned people. Uh, kind of think of something like a Los Angeles or uh, Chicago or New York, something like that, where you had a lot of people coming together, kind of one of the main cities of the ancient world. And so it's especially meaningful for us today when St. Paul, who he, he was not a lightweight intellectually. He was very, very strong, very profound in his thought and his theology, as we can glean from his writings. But nonetheless, he was utterly convinced on this point that the proclamation of the gospel must be centered on the cross of Christ. That the proclamation of the gospel and really our lives as Christians must be centered on the simplicity of the cross of Christ. And so that's what I want to spend the next couple minutes on, is 
the simplicity and the profundity in the cross, in the crucifixion. And I invite all of you to look towards the crucifix that we have here in the church. Look upon him. Look upon our Lord and our Savior and see in that cross the sin that we that the sins that we have committed and that he has paid the debt for. See the cost of our sins. Look upon it again and see the precious blood that pours out to transform us, to vivify us, to give us life. Look upon it and see it again, the waters of baptism pouring forth from his side. Again, look upon it and see the wondrous love and mercy that God has for us, that he would send us his only son. Look upon it again and see upon it the altar on which Jesus offered himself as a sacrifice. Keep your eyes on it and see even more profoundly all these different aspects and truths of the faith. When we look upon the cross and when we contemplate it, we are drawn to pretty much the, the entirety of the Catholic faith, so much so that I, I dare to say that if something cannot be connected to the cross of Christ, then it has no place in our theology. This is the profound mystery of the cross, and this is why the cross is so central to even the transformation of our lives. Fittingly, today is Friday, on the Friday, it's uh, appropriate for us to remember the sacred heart of Jesus, which brings us back to the cross. It's also fitting for us to, remi- to remember uh, the divine mercy image, uh, kind of like a- almost um, a development of the theology of the sacred heart of Jesus. I encourage all of you and all of us that especially if we have difficulties in prayer, if we have difficulties in our lives even, Uh, I forgot to mention it, but when we look upon the cross, we see even suffering itself is redeemed. So oftentimes people run away from the church and religion because of sufferings, and yet if they only looked at the cross, they would understand that even that suffering has been redeemed. If we submit ourselves to the cross, our lives will be transformed by it, transfixed by it, and this is the beauty that God invites us into in the mystery of the cross and even in this most holy Eucharist, that Jesus, even in the cross, is ratifying that new covenant for which he is giving us his body and his blood. And it's at every Mass where we remember, in holy remembrance, that crucifixion. So I invite all of us today that if we ever have trouble with prayer, distractions, things of that nature, Turn to the cross. This is one of the great advices of all the spiritual masters. Turn to the cross and contemplate it. Never depart from it. Never be ashamed from it. So that if we transfigure our lives on it and focus our lives upon it, our lives will be transformed so that in our proclamation of the gospel and of the good news, we don't need wise words. We don't need profound theology. All we need is the cross of Christ. Anything else is even a certain lack of faith thinking that upon our own human wisdom, we can do more than what Jesus, God himself has given us in the message of the cross. This is what Paul discovered uh, himself when he said this, that I proclaim Christ and him crucified. 
my last recommendation to all of us is that um, in your homes or your offices to set up a crucifix. Make sure that your, your house has plenty of crucifixes hanging up in all the rooms so that we can never forget so that we can never forget Christ's love for us and the importance of the cross in our lives, that in our daily tasks, we can constantly return to him and give him loving glances as he waits for us in the cross. And when we look upon him, maybe we can have some word or some prayer that can become a fitting thing to give him homage whenever we look upon him. Uh, and I'll let you kind of develop this for yourself. Some good ones might be just a most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on me. It might be the words of the divine mercy image, Jesus, I trust in you. One of my personal favorites is an old Latin phrase, O crux ave, spes unica. Hail, O cross, my only hope. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.